I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey Australia, it's Glenn James here. Welcome to My Millennial Money. Thanks for joining us today. We're talking about doing things differently. We're talking about not doing school, university, workforce, rinse, repeat, then death. Like we are mixing it up and I want to introduce friends of mine and friends of the podcast, uh, Brenton and Kristen. Hey guys, thanks for coming in today. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Now, Actually, a while ago, we got some feedback and they're like, you need more like normal people to come on the podcast because we, we have professional, you know, money people. Yep. And I'm like, oh, we do interview a fair few normal people, but um, thanks for being my normies. All right. <laughs> thanks for thinking we're normal. Yeah. So, Compliment. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about your story, how you've, uh, you haven't done things the conventional way and... Then we're going to answer a heap of questions that people put into the Facebook group. So, I want this to be an encouragement. If you are even in a job and you just want to encourage that you don't have to do things the normal way, quote unquote. Uh, So, before we do that, this is also centered around possible career moves. And if you are new to the podcast, we've actually got another show that Shell and M run called My Millennial Career. And they are HR professionals, so you can search My Millennial Career wherever you listen to this podcast. And there are some popular episodes like top 10 interview tips and how to get a pay rise and all that stuff. So, why don't you check out My Millennial Career and you'll be in good hands with Shell and M wherever you're listening to this podcast. Are you guys ready to have a dive into this? Sure. So, let's set the scene, uh, and I haven't prepped these guys, so just tell me if anything's off limits, uh, but... <laughs> we can edit it out, right? We can, we'll edit it in post. Uh, so, Herbie, how old are you? I'm 36. 36. And Kristen? I'm 33. 33. And how many uh, children do you have? Two kids. Yeah, one eight-year-old and one five-year-old. Okay, cool. Almost six. Sweet. Mm. And do you rent? Do you own? Do you board with parents still? We own. You own yeah, a house? We own. So. With, with a mortgage? Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. So, the reason I wanted to chat to both of you, when you both left school, what did you first do? Cool. I left school um, in year 11, actually. It was the start of year 11 and I was not enjoying it very, very much. Um got the opportunity to do hairdressing. So I I had originally done some like salon assistant work, which was on my resume. So when I was looking for just casual work as a student still at school, I worked in a salon and then the opportunity came up. They offered me an apprenticeship. At the time, I wasn't thinking of leaving school, but yeah, I took the opportunity because I thought, no, I want to, yeah, 
get out there. Love it. Yeah. And Kristen used to cut my hair when I used to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> There's no skill involved to shave this noggin now. So, there you go. Hairdresser by trade. Yep. Herbie, what did you do when you left school? I was playing a lot of soccer. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do teaching, but I couldn't go to uni straight away. I just needed that bit of a break from study. So, just worked at a surf shop. Yeah. Played a lot of soccer. Love it. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. And then you guys both decided um, – What? how old were you both when you kind of met? Well – Early teens, like we were friends for quite a few years um, in the same friends group and then started dating on my 17th birthday. Oh, gosh. Was that <laughs> legal back then? You're going to get cancelled, Herbie. He was 19. He was oh, 19. Oh, you're going to get cancelled yeah. in a few years. Does your employer know that? Shh. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's totally legal. <laughs> yeah, totally. Casual right. dating. Casual dating, just friends. friends. Um, we're kids. Yeah, that's right. So, um, and when did you get married? I was 22. 22. Yeah, so got yeah. engaged at 21. Yeah, married yeah. at 22. Yeah, I was 24. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. And then you guys decided to, you were just renting and working. Yep, yep. Uh, renting just at Bado, yep. old stomping ground. Um, yeah, in a family family home. So, yep. that yeah, we had cheap rent, which was awesome. Yeah. And then you went over to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So, how old were you both when you went to the UK? That was a year after, we, or we were over there for our first year wedding anniversary. So, yep. yeah, I was twenty-five. Yeah, 20, well, I was twenty-five. 23. Yeah. yeah, twenty-three. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, how long did you spend in the UK? Were there a for year. a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you when you guys like got married. Was there any, you know, once you were settled and he's like, okay, well, we're stuck with each other now. <laughs> was there any plans to not have kids? Let's do Europe first. Or was it we didn't want kids at the time? What was the mindset there? I think we both wanted to travel. Yeah. Yeah. I After my apprenticeship, I was kind of like, all right, it's time. Yeah. yeah. And we're still young. Like we weren't worried about not having kids. Yeah. We knew that would come. So. Yeah. 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 Thought let's save and do something. Yeah. Let's go. Go on an adventure. We had already travelled a little bit. So we spent um, just under a year in Canada to see Brenton's brother and yeah. we went over for the wedding and then worked over there for a, yeah, for a bit as well. Yeah. So you're basically yeah. away from Australia for a couple of years. Yeah. 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 And on the career front, did you still have in the back of your mind that you wanted to do education, Herbie? Yeah. Definitely. Even when we travelled in in Australia, I was still part of like kids' church at where we went. So I was always around and kids and coach. Yeah, yeah soccer coaching. coaching. So yeah. So you've I got a, a bit of a passion for helping yeah. kids and stuff. And I knew I was suited for it. Yeah. And did, I enjoyed it. So did you start a subject? I can't remember back then. Were you at uni for a bit or a? I went to do a like a bridging course. Yeah. But so. You you kind of made it work that we'll do the travelling. Still wanted to do career thing yeah. and you got back to Australia and how long was it until you saved up and purchased a home? Well, a little while actually. So we got home, um, we decided we wanted to try for a baby. Um, Brenton had applied for uni and got in. Yeah. And so when we found out we were pregnant, it was like, all right, um, <laughs> Do you go and work? Do you just get a job and bring your money? 
or do we try and do this like you you need to be a teacher you're made to be a teacher mm. um yeah so we kind of had agreed let's see how it goes we'll do yep. a semester and if we can do it awesome if we can't we'll reassess yep. but yeah we've we're kind of people to not need well brenton's more structured than i am but i'm kind of like yeah like it'll work yeah <laughs> ever since like, we've been together we've always had something to save for and towards so we knew we could mm. get through it make it work so okay so Kristen fell pregnant herbie was um accepted into university that must have been a bit scary for you at the time was it herbie it was but in the back of my mind like I knew it was the right thing. It was like hard to do it and hard to choose, like a hard choice to do it mm. um, financially, but I thought in the long run. Because you were still renting at that time, weren't you? Yeah. All through university. Yeah. 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 And then so all through that time while you were um, expecting, you were still working yeah. hairdressing? Doing hairdressing, yeah. 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 And you were kind of just working around the uni- – were you doing full-time university or part-time? I was doing full-time. Wow. Um yeah, and then I was working in a school doing like teacher's aid, mm. like three days, two days a week. So so when people think I can't work because I'm studying full-time at uni, like what do you say to that? Ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like is it actually possible? Because well, looking back now, I'm like it's only four years. Mm. And Okay, so let's just do the numbers. You would have been, you were 28 years old, just started uni full-time had a basically full hours using pretty much all the seven days or whatever, you know, surf shop or when you're working washing cars at the dealership or something. Yeah, started there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the teacher's aid work. Yeah. So, and this is it. Like, I don't know, like a lot of us, the younger we are, we think maybe the harder things are. But if there's a 22-year-old listening, Herbie, Mm. that still maybe lives at home and doesn't have a pregnant yeah, wife and, you know, rants and all that. Yeah. Like, what do you say to that person that... Well, is- I, I look back now and I think it was only four years and I'm really glad I made that choice. Mm. I'm in my dream career now. But before doing the four years, it was daunting. Mm. I was like, whoa, that's a big four years. But once you've done it and look back, it's like... Would you say you were an intellectual person by nature? Um, no. So, was studying hard for you or did it come easy or was it learning? Kristen, what are you shaking your head for? I I think he's very, yeah, when there's a challenge, he can make a plan and do it. So, I don't think he struggled. He he was fine, but Mm. he put in the hours. So, yeah, yeah, he was two other guys at uni that were um, like in their 40s that we became really good friends and they had family and kids. So the three of us were really structured, like we're going, we'll get to uni at this time, we'll study for this amount of time um, so we could get home and we, do, we could do the other things. And the three of us always remember seeing younger people at uni just chatting and off getting something to eat and we're like, we can't do that. Yeah. Like we've got our three hours, let's, we need this done. Yeah, because I, I, there's a podcast I listen to in the States, Dave Ramsey Show, and he says these stats that like, in the States, the people who work through university have better scores than those who live on campus and don't work. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? What's the old saying? If you need something done, ask, ask a busy, busy person. person. Yeah, I was thinking of <laughs> one this morning actually because like I'm um, doing this book and it's just like, 
if you want something done, ask a procrastinator, give them three months notice and get it a month, <laughs> or get it a week late or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, this is what I want to get to. It's like, if you don't know what you want to do or you're not ready and you are 22 years old, you went to university age 28. Yeah. But you had a bit of a plan and just yep. because you wanted to be a teacher at age 22, it didn't necessarily mean right now. Yeah. Definitely. And I also had in the back of my mind, if I do do teaching now, do the degree, get the job, would we ever just go? Like, yeah, go over Locked into a mortgage. Yeah. Locked into a contract mm. at work. Yeah. Would we ever just go, all right, yeah. let's drop everything and go? I don't think we would have. I think you just have to take the opportunities that come up and, yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, make it happen. Because I often say to people, it's like, you can do whatever you want as long as you don't get pregnant unplanned, don't get someone else pregnant unplanned, don't end up in jail and keep away from consumer debt. Like, mm. you've got a good shot, right? Yeah. So, Kristen, like, in these years in your 20s, because you're 33 now, yeah. what was your attitude and relationship with debt? Because I didn't see new Mercedes or BMWs in your driveway <laughs> much. So No. Uh, we have always kind of owned our cars outright <laughs> and yeah I grew up with a pretty good relationship to money just um I guess being wise with your decisions like it's those small decisions that make yeah the big impact or put I you put you in a position that yeah your mum as well was yeah really they they were good so yeah teaching us to save or yeah invest well they invested yeah so and this is key as well because this is proof sitting here that you can actually do the travel. You can actually have fun. You can actually yeah. wait and have kids later and start a family later and buy a house later if you want. Yeah, yeah. it's so possible. But it's all about goals and being intentional, right? Yeah. Mm. And keeping away from car loans and yeah, yeah. TV Definitely. loans and all that. Yeah. So yeah. it's... um Yeah, because we got to that point where Kristen was pregnant, I enrolled in uni... And we had nothing financially to stop us. Yeah. I guess we didn't have, yeah, big responsibilities yet. Like, yeah. And even like having a baby doesn't need to cost a bomb. I know a lot of people think it does, but yeah. Do you find that, you know, during that time of, um, and we'll just call it pre 30, when we're both kind of still either traveling around the world or studying and, you know, having babies and all that, would you say that you were probably more living? on the fly, like, because you've always been good with money, right? Yeah. But did you have much cash in case of emergencies? Were you good savers by nature? Yeah, pretty good savers by nature, Yeah, I guess. That was just a, a bit of a, a habit since I started working, which gives you the freedom to really do what yeah. you want, mm. like, to a certain extent, like, yeah. 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 Like, even when we did travel – like in America and Canada, um, we stayed at hostels and like we were younger. So you could you could not splurge on yeah. big hotels, um, but it meant you got to see more places and meet people along the yeah. way. So like there's some pretty cool memories of yeah. hostels and yeah, I bet you have. people that we've met. Yeah, cool. So and this is this whole thing. It's like if you're intentional, you've got a plan, you talk about trade-offs and sacrifice. Yeah. So we're staying in a hostel, but we yeah. want to make our money go further. Yeah. yeah. Where we fast forward now, we can get to the, like the, the house you're living in now, but you've you've got the two kids, 
Um, is there any thought of a, a bigger family that we know of yet? Or <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not saying no, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 cool. But if we fast forward to right now, Kristen, yeah, you know, you've had your first, we'll call it your first batch of kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hervey's working full time now at a really prestigious private school uh, in our area. Yeah. What have you What have you done with your career since the uh, scissor days? Yes, well, um, I don't think the scissor days will ever leave me. I do love it. So now hairdressing is a side hustle a bit. Um, I decided <laughs> a while ago now because I'm almost at the end, but I saw Brenton do teaching and, you know, hearing his stories and I was like, you know what, that's the type of job I would like to do. Mm. Um, you know, make a difference in the lives of kids, like impacting tomorrow's future. And yeah, so I enrolled and did primary teaching as well. And I'm, I've got a few subjects to go. I've got my teaching accreditation now, so I'm actually working as a teacher. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so for you, Kristen, like what's it been like being mum with two kids and you know, you're still cutting hair. You've got a salon set up at your house as your yep. side hustle. Like, yeah, you you really you're a worker. I, I will it's, say that you are a worker. Yeah, I yeah I got my work ethic. I think from yeah mum and yep. dad, but um I enjoy it and I enjoy doing lots of different things. I can get bored easily. I guess I always like having a bit of a project on the side or, um, and I'm a social person too. Mm. So yeah, I don't see it as work. Oh, I've got to tell everyone this. When I had my financial planning business, I remember this, I had all these Ikea flat packs <laughs> and I'm like, I hate them. I've got no patience. Kristen she came down it. and just set it all up for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love a flat pack. <laughs> oh man. So, you know, if someone who's patient with the work ethic, that's like such a good skill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how is it for you at university are you doing it full-time or part-time? So I'm, I have done a bit of both. So when I started, I was part-time yeah. and then I picked up to full-time uh, when I could, depending on different um, terms and subject and semesters. Um, but now I'm part-time and working, mm. yeah. And working as in so, shopping or teacher's aid stuff or? So um, I did, so I got on board, I did half my degree at Newcastle Uni um, and then half of the other half, I heard about um, this teaching school. Teaching school, um, so it's through Alpha Crucis and St Phillips. So right. there's there's a partnership, and it's actually a model of teaching where they put you into a school to do kind of like teachers' aid work. You have a mentor teacher. So last year I was doing two days a week at St Phillips at Gosford, and yeah, getting that you know hands-on experience as well as doing the study side of things. Yeah. So, and were you a naturally learned type person in the book, love studying? <laughs> I'm definitely, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not um, a book smart kind of person. Well, like I enjoy reading and all that and I enjoy learning, but I'm a more hands-on learner, how kinesthetic you, yeah, learner. <laughs> how, how have you found, um, you know, going back to formal education after, you know, 10 years? Yeah, it, it has been... Um, difficult at times and especially yeah most of we do intensive so once a term we go for two or f to four days and get all the information and then we go back and just work through like the assignments and work through the content 
So doing mainly online, the flexibility has been awesome with my life of juggling, yeah, being a mum and working. But yeah, getting through the content, I've I don't know how to I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah. But you you're making it. Like, have you had to repeat modules oh, or no, anything? No, I or? haven't. Pa- yeah, I haven't um, failed a subject. I've, I actually got there. yeah, I actually <laughs> got an award for. Um, a distinction average last semester yeah, wow. and I was yeah. on, only yourself one. Now, times. Yeah, it's definitely. So, And this yeah. is just so amazing because the amazing thing uh, for everyone listening, like there can be people listening now that are 18 years old, hmm. but there can be people listening who are 40 years old. Hmm. Um, we've got listeners that are 60 years old. I want you guys to be the encouragement that it doesn't matter what stage of life you're at, if yeah. you want something – you can make it work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, even one of the, the guys I was at uni with that I was talking about, he's got a contract at my school. So he was a plumber for like 20-something years, done his back, ended up going to uni. And now we're working together in suits and ties and we're going, so good. good this? Like, yeah. We're glad we did the hard yards at uni and we're, we're just glad that we thought it wasn't too hard. Yeah. I think with university, I don't really fit the mould of your typical – I know teachings come a long way and they make it more diverse, but university hasn't caught, quite caught up yet. And, yeah, yeah, the way through my degree, I've kind of felt like I was going upstream a bit, but doing it for the underdogs, like because I don't fit the mould, I'm like, mm. you know what, like it shouldn't matter. Like if I learn a bit differently, you know, mm. it shouldn't stop me from getting a degree. Um, yeah, and that yeah. was kind of I, – I totally get that. Like, don't make me read and repeat it, but mm. get a freaking whiteboard and draw yeah. it yeah. and I will be able to, like, get that. Yeah. yeah, and teaching is all about that now, like mm. just catering to the needs of every individual student and putting it differently and making it interesting. Mm. But I guess, yeah, it's – yeah, uni's got a way to go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to do your essays. What's that? You still need to do your essays. Yeah, why can't they <laughs> – do the project based one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what encouragement would you have for someone maybe over 30 or over 35 or over 40 going back to the classroom? Because that could be intimidating. Mm. Like, did you feel old? I guess that's why I hung around two other guys that were older than me. Yeah. <laughs> to make me feel young. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did feel a bit older than everyone else. But realistically, no one actually cares, do they? No. A lot of the time we get in our own head where we think things are an issue where like everyone's yeah. worrying about their own thing. Like, Yeah, definitely. So, Yeah. I'm the oldest in, in the teaching school. A, mm. a lot of the um, students in the teaching school kind of come fresh out of school and mm. jump straight in. Um, so, yeah, I was... Do, do you think it makes you a better university student knowing that you've been out in the real world for some time and you can just absorb information kind of, I don't know, I kind of say like I can now study and learn things better because I can kind of get a vibe of what's really important and what's yeah. not heaps important yeah. with the content that people are saying. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like you got this goal in mind that you want to achieve um, and you got perspective of other work that you've done, mm. different types of job and it's like, yeah, it makes a study worth it that you want to mm. start a new career. And in terms of um, your salary now, Herbie, we don't want to tell everyone you're on 280 grand, but um, 
<laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, any jobs going. Um, but like was just in terms of the money side of and your career earnings and that, you would have to look back and go that sacrifice was categorically worth it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like when I say we look back and that four years went quick, mm. it was, yeah. And even deciding to do teaching mm. in uni, it was like daunting, Kristen being pregnant and renting, but it was like I know financially it's the right choice because mm. of I knew what was coming. Yeah. Yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, might be, yeah, tougher in the short term, but yeah, worth exactly. it in the long term. Yeah. yeah. And now you guys, you did buy your own first home and you did that once you'd finished university, Herbie? Yep. And I started working. Yep. Yep. So I had a contract. Yep. Yeah. And had you guys had some savings in the background ready to go? So literally when we got back from London, we started saving. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it was, oh, However many years. Or four or five would have been. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, we could say basically a five-year home deposit yep. campaign yep. and still renting. And I mean, the, the place you're renting, I mean, it's probably knocked over at the moment. It was pretty old. Like, it, it was, <laughs> still standing. It's, a, it's the beach shack <laughs> yeah, don't, on, don't, on stilts. Yeah, don't blow on it. Oh. <laughs> it is awesome, but yeah. yes. Good location. Yeah. It, um, one of the poles actually rusted out and don't worry, it's mm. it's. Yeah. It's concreted in now, but yeah. um, when the bus went past on the main road, it <laughs> you could feel it. it. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it was that intention of we'll sacrifice maybe a lower rent. You know, not spending all our money on a brand new kitchen and bathroom yeah. while we're yeah. renting mm. because it's temporary. Yeah, and we've sacrificed to win with your yeah. home, with your money, with the cars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Lancer's pretty old now. We'll talk. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I would like to change that to a Land Cruiser. <laughs> Wait till after COVID. Yeah. Um, totally. And then with your careers. So it's just been this example of we're sacrificing the short term. Yeah. But in the yep. early short term, it wasn't a sacrifice because we were traveling and having fun yeah. without yeah. any um, restrictions in terms of kids yep. or. Yeah financial commitments. And it hasn't really felt like a sacrifice either. It mm. just becomes your, you know, I don't know. Um, I was going to say lifestyle choices, but yeah, I don't think we've missed out on anything really. Well, even being like a young dad and like still studying, it was like. He spent more hours, yeah, at home than most dads could have. So yeah, that like was actually awesome. Week. Yeah. But even like would go to the beach and that would be our family thing. That was our highlight. Mm. And it was like five minutes down the road. Yeah. It was free. It was, that's what we put our value in, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And now you come on my boat when it breaks yeah. out <laughs> in the water. And paddle yeah. for you. How's your shoulder? That's all right. Yeah. Need another operation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. I'm going to open the Facebook group and we're going to answer some listener questions. You yep. guys got another 10 minutes? Yep. Yeah, sure. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. All right, we are back and oh, so I would just say... Um, you know, you purchased your first home. You've since sold that and upgraded. Yeah. Yep. Your new home, it's nice. It's, I actually think it's really nice. Actually, it's got the sunken lounge room. I was thinking, because we were there for Herbie's birthday the other night, and I was thinking 
this is the dream home because nothing needs to be done on it. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us about just your vibe with buying an old shack and doing it up versus buying a nice home that we can just enjoy from day one. Yeah, well, so our first home, it was solid, solid brick. It was good. It was a bit ugly. It had, you know, the green trim and the brown and multicoloured bricks. And we did, COVID actually allowed us to finish off painting and stuff. So that time off we used, I had memories come up the other day on my phone and I was painting the fence and painting the bricks and doing all the trim. And it was a great little house. Like Brenton even was, was like, oh, like we could, be in this one forever like it's fine but yeah then the idea kind of came talking to my mum and sister they're like well you could try what if you know let's give it a go if you get the price you want you mm. could upgrade because we wanted a pool like the kids are at a good age to be swimming and yeah yeah so finished off some renos which I quite like doing a project yep. and yeah yeah got a good price and then we were going to actually hold off um, and just see what the market did and we're so thankful that we didn't because the market's gone berserk. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we found the house that we're in now and that's why we loved it. Like, it, yeah, it's solid, another brick home, double I brick. The kids and the age that they're at, we didn't want to spend our weekends renovating, mm. um, you know, finishing study, still renovating it every weekend. It was we yeah. want to enjoy it now when they're young Yeah, yeah, um, and enjoy the weekends with them. But yeah, like and maybe now, later in the track, that might be time to yeah. do the renovation thing. But yeah, and when we do a project, like it's just um, pretty much cosmetic. Like it doesn't need doing. It's not like it's fibro that needs to be That's taken right. out. Like yeah. it's, like the uh, the other night, you're saying the balcony doors you might open up yeah. and freshen yeah. them up. But yeah, because it's got a nice view of um, the valley. Yeah, where they are. Yeah, um, and and everyone like these guys aren't millionaires or anything that I know of. But like, <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> You've just worked hard, got a nice home and yep. enjoying it. Yep. Love and it. Absolutely love it. There's a little studio downstairs where Kristen does some hair salon stuff. Yep. yep. And yeah, it's really cool. Thank you. All right. Eden Price in the Facebook group said, how did you manage the budget to save with children? So anything come to mind, you know, two young kids, uni, hairdressing, Surf shop, car, yard, work. Pretty much. We we only did this when we moved into our home actually was to do um, the automatic bill. So we'd work out, yeah, what it costs weekly and we'd have that money like through BPay and just pay all our bills off. So when we got a bill, we're either either in credit or um, needed a small amount on there. And I think that helps with the budget massively. Yeah. Um, and it's also, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. I don't know. We, <laughs> I love a good Aldi shop. <laughs> <laughs> you take me as the person, you'll sniff out a bargain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That is in my, my blood for sure. Still is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even like side of the road pickups. I've upgraded, you know, upcycled quite a lot of furniture. Yeah, so it's time. funny, you kind of like shrewd or, Oh, frugal, like, but you're not tight or cheap. Yeah, like we we um like to spend the money where you want to spend it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah, like. I mean, even the other night, um, Herbie's dinner, like there was enough bloody people there for you guys to say, I don't know, you maybe did, I don't know, I didn't bring anything. No. But you know, <laughs> I come over and I don't think really anyone brought anything. 
no, no oh. a few people brought some yeah fr- some sweets and stuff but no we, that was like Brenton's birthday so we wanted to have yeah, our yeah, friends over yeah. and yeah like we want to host host a party yeah, yeah. yeah which is I think really cool and people sometimes lose that hospitality thing I know when I ha- and granted not everyone is in a position to do mm. that but I would say if you are in a position and you have people come over I dare you to send out an invite and say, don't bring a thing, we'll sort it. Or at least, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. something superficial if you want to bring a salad yeah. or whatever. But It's nice to be able to do that, you know. Totally. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, yep. it's nice. Okay. Um, I've seen, you know, people can be frugal, but it it spreads through every area of their life. So they see a nice dress that they would like to buy, but it wasn't. it's not on sale, so they can't buy anything that's not on sale and I kind of could have gone down that path but I kind of made a conscious decision to go no you can enjoy it is good to enjoy things Mm. well and it's picking your battles yeah isn't it Mm. like you guys still as far as I know don't have a car loan no no and you know while yes you'll love a good deal Mm. but if you see something you love you'll grab it yeah 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 definitely and Herbie's got about 28 of my yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Pre-loved <laughs> business shirts that I don't wear anymore. Excellent. <laughs> Still going around. I know. We both have to lose some kilos, don't we? <laughs> Amy Claire, she had a few questions. I'll just pick one here and maybe, you know, I don't care who answers it. What factors influenced your decision to have children? I think it was the the timing of the travel. Mm. Like we were in England and we had another year on the visa and we could have stayed but we just thought, no, we want to get home and yeah, start a family. So I guess the travelling and being away. I think it was just an innate thing for us as well. Like we knew we wanted to be parents one day. So I don't know. We want, we wanted to be young parents and yeah. well, I guess we didn't really. I like to be think I'm a divergent thinker and we kind of thought, didn't think, oh, you need a job first. You need to go and have the education and have the proper career. Because the cards fall where they may almost mm. and you worked around it. Yeah. Because yeah. you could have easily said, oh, Let's Kristen wait. is pregnant now. I've just been accepted to uni. Yeah. Oh, press pause. And I think the problem can be sometimes that I've noticed with people, once you get on that convey- conveyor belt yep. with things happening, it's actually harder to get off yep. and change. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't want that for Brenton either to like mm. to think that he couldn't do what he wanted mm-hmm. because he needed to provide for the family. It's yeah. like we've always thought of that. Like it's a team effort. We we work together and, yeah, mm. we find a way. Yep. Um, we'll take this one as a comment and a shout-out to Elliot Griffiths. He's new to the Facebook group. There's a little wave next to his name. Just in the midst of doing all of the above, two kids, uni, career, etc. will be interesting to see the answers. <laughs> and Sarah Riley says she's thinking the same thing. She's 34 years old, just finished uni, and have a 15-month-old. So I think what we're seeing, and even with uh, your friends and networks and even the examples you used, Herbie, the older guys at university, because life is moving 10 years further, things are happening later. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Would you say, Kristen and probably Herbie, um, did you ever have that? And I think it's different for everyone. Like I don't have it myself. Did either of you have that really intense primal need to replicate and have spawn of your own? Um, I, 
I remember being young and, and knowing when I was older, like that I wanted to be a mum. So, but for you, but was it, it wasn't. I don't know. These are I don't know. It wasn't a time thing. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you be like, oh, I can't think. I just need a oh, baby right now. Oh, like, no. It was never like that. Yeah. It was more just like, yeah, we know that yeah. that's something that we want. Because I know um, both guys and girls who are like, I just need a baby. Like, Yeah. 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 Like, I, we were young back then. So, I don't know. We just didn't think of it like, like that, bloody I guess. Nick, he wants 12 kids and he yeah. wants them now. Like, yeah. <laughs> So, there's just different kind of, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I, I call them primal instincts or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. And what was your view? Um well, I knew it was, it was going to happen. Mm. Like, there was no rush. Yeah, I was never worried about it not having kids. Mm. Like us being able to not have kids, I just knew it was yeah. something that was going to happen in the near future. So yeah, yeah. Tammy Johnston, and we did answer some of these organically, but I'll read it just as a, a bookend. Do you ever feel like you don't have enough time and want to do it all at once, given you started later? For example, trying to pay off credit card and a car debt. Well, they never went into that to start with. Yeah. Uh, saving for an emergency fund and a house deposit and put some dollars into investing at the same time. I guess I'm keen to hear how you prioritised to make up for lost time. Well, number one, do you feel like you lost time? No. No, I don't think, I don't think we feel that way. Sometimes like when things are due at uni, I'm kind of like, oh, why didn't I do this years ago mm. um, before the juggle? But that's only, you know, mm. a week here and there and then you get the assignment done and then it's fine. Um, and I guess when we got back from England um, and when we were looking for a house, it was kind of like, oh, we both had full-time work before we went to England. Why didn't we just buy a house then and then rent it out when we're away? And, you know, the the hindsight, you know. Yeah. But we don't get anything no. really. But I it's think just if we didn't travel, and, yeah. we'd be here now thinking we should have just gone. Yeah. I, there's things like uh, we want to get into investing now and and now we're kind of get, getting to that point. Like we've got an emergency fund there. Like we did our some finance stuff with you. Giddy so it put us <laughs> in a good position. But, um, yeah, like it's, yeah, we're not dead so let's do it. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel like we're behind it. So. Yeah, and it can be seasonal, those thoughts, though. Like I, particularly me, and I've shared on this podcast before, I've struggled, you know, with my age and not having the partner and the kids and all that. But I I think as a society, and someone told me the other day, they're like, just because you don't have kids, it doesn't mean you can't contribute to society and be a fulfilled mm. person. Like, yeah. yeah, definitely. It's So it's just, it can be mind games and I think... Mm. We, you know, once I have kids and all that stuff one day, it's probably all the time's right anyway. Like yeah. nothing is wasted. So for me, yeah. it's this oscillating mind yeah. game. And Even finishing high school, it was there was no way I was doing uni then. Mm. I, I don't think I could have gone through the four years. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until traveling and then knowing that family starting that mm. and gave me the confidence and motivation to, yeah, to do it. You don't know how life is going to pan out either it's not like yeah even when we met we didn't plan that all right we'll date for a bit and then we'll get married like we were just hanging out yeah just and yeah went with it yeah, yeah. Mm. so and like you guys are pretty chill like these are the type of people if i said to them hey do you want to take the boat out now they'd be like all right we'll just grab the kids and do it like yeah you pretty much are flowy yeah. um yeah. which i guess can help 
I yep. don't know. It's pros and cons to everything. There's a couple of other questions here. And I think there's this common theme that's coming out in the questions. Jeff Ald said, did it affect the future you? So less time to be invested in the market. And then Mika Farragher, sorry if I can't pronounce your name, says, um, do you feel behind your peers? Yeah. What like, so it is that theme of, do you feel like you missed out? And by the sounds of it, I don't think you did. No. No. Because no. <laughs> really, um. let's just have an example. If you started investing earlier and you just had a little portfolio and you're putting money into that and then, I don't know, you wanted to buy the house or you pulled that money out and it had grown $10,000 but it meant that you didn't travel or whatever. Over that scheme of mm. your 20s, even if we said, oh, hey, guys, if you didn't travel and we just invested or if you didn't do this or you did that, you could have an extra 30 grand or 40 grand right now. Yeah. It, you'd be like, yeah, no, nah, not changing that yeah. for the world. Like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And we're not one to <laughs> compare ourselves to our peers as well. Like, mm. what have they got? And mm. Yeah. So. And, you, yeah, you don't know either. So when we did even upgrade this house, we recently got it valued and it's gone up in value. But we didn't know that was going to happen. So... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Love it. Yeah. Um, okay, here's one, and I'll, I'll throw this at Herbie. Uh, Steph Shilivers or Shiv, well, whatever. I'm really bad at pronouncing people's names. It's Just I be confident. I, I can't read. <laughs> um, I'd be interested to hear about the experience from a career standpoint. So explaining slash dealing with gaps on the resume um, and kind of how did you position that with your employer? Well, I had the opportunity to have a prac at the school um, and a lot of the feedback I got was like, it was like I was been teaching for a few years already, I just came across confident and they could tell, like I've always loved hanging around kids and helping kids. So I guess the gaps in the resume. You have life experience life that experience fills them in that really. That fills it in, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And that's it. It's like, it's almost like this double-edged sword. If you apply for a role and they wanted linear textbook, every gap feel, didn't care mm. about, oh, but we travelled and we did uni and yep. but we're here now and we switched on and dialed in. If they didn't like that, I don't know if you'd want to work for them anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like if they're like that and don't get life. Yeah. And, yeah, well, and I think teaching's not like the corporate world either. Mm. Um, yeah, well, neither of us are really in that type of yeah. Yeah, roles. It's prof yeah, professional, obviously, but... But even to see a, a mature student come through and have that commitment to study while starting a new family and trying to save, that mm. shows a lot, I think, like they're committed to this career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel Connard, Connard says, did you feel that you got the most out of uni life as an adult? <laughs> I, well, I guess people look at uni differently uni back life? then. Uni life, like going out and partying and stuff. Is that, is yeah. that the question? I, I, I guess. Yeah. Right. I guess, yeah, the social side of things is a bit different because we didn't have the time to do that, but... And you really had your own social networks yeah. established. So it was like, yeah. I'm going to drop into uni, doing it and go home. Like. Yeah, and we, like, we've made quite a, quite a few friends along the way. Yep. But we've, yeah, like, 
had our loyal, you know, loyal friendship group that I guess we didn't really need. Like I was a bit older and I teamed up with the, the two other guys that were a bit older that our uni life was every now and then we can, we'll go to the pub and watch the footy together or mm. simple yeah. things like that. It wasn't going out and partying. And yeah, we didn't really mm. feel like we missed out. No. Mm. There's a question here and I'll read it because it's, it's worth talking about. Um, and I believe you guys are glass half full type of people. That's Herbie sipping some water out of his glass. <laughs> yep. Looking a bit empty there. <laughs> and I don't know the absolute relevance, but it's there. Um, Annie says, did you think of or talk about the what if in case of divorce or separation or did you naively think it wouldn't happen to you? Um, I guess call us naive, but we don't <laughs> plan yeah, we don't we don't plan to for for failure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We just. It's a confronting question yeah. when when confronted with it because mm. I guess you'd probably be only. I would imagine again. I can't talk for married people. Yeah. But you might only be thinking about separation if you're personally not content or there is problems. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Also, like we were younger, so it's not like we had I had a house and he had whatever mm. or we were do growing together. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do oh well, I remember the point where it's like, all right, like if this doesn't work out, like this is gonna be heartbreaking. Like right at the start when you're kind of falling in love, but you're like What's you, that like? It's it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, I don't know. You and there's there's like the fence there, but you got to either jump all in or mm. or I don't know you lose you might lose out. So Jeez, I don't know. We we jumped. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> You'll stay silent over there, Herbie. Yeah, sweet. Well, <laughs> I don't know. We're both cruisy people, and it was just never a yeah thing we had to. Discuss. Mm. Yeah, no prenups. It's oh, I just love Seinfeld when um, George tried to get away from Susan, like with a prenup. Did you ever watch it? <laughs> was she the one with the big hands? I don't know. But anyway, he's like, oh, I want <laughs> you to sign serious. a prenup, and she laughed in his face and was like, "Give it here, I'll sign the damn thing." Like yeah. <laughs> backfired on him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's been a good, encouraging conversation, and I've I've learned from this that like looking at all the questions here, that there has been no regrets, that you don't feel like you've lost out. No. And you have sacrificed. You didn't go down the car loan, credit cards, personal loans, expensive rentals when starting out. Yeah. 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 You know, if we don't have it, we don't buy it. Yeah. yeah. And we put value in taking our son to the beach. Mm. Fish and chips. <laughs> we like, didn't just do that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> we need some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just that. Travelled around Australia a bit. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, fast forward. What does life look like in five years? Ooh, um, it looks like that. Well, this and this was the plan when I went into teaching as well. It was not only the career um, goals, but the lifestyle choice. So. Yeah, each school holidays we're going to be yep. travelling off, seeing the seeing Australia and we'd love a full drive like set up, you know, overlander style. Yep. So I think we'll just, yeah, be on lots of family adventures really. Yep. 
during school holiday time all together as a family. Has it ever crossed your mind, given that, you know, you guys are pretty chill and flexible once we're both educators, to maybe go and work in an international school and take the family over for a year somewhere? Yeah, we've discussed that. Yeah, and even um, a friend from school was looking at an exchange Mm. program, like in Canada for a year, so... I mean, if you could tee something up so you can keep your job, Herbie, yeah. for a year. Yeah, yeah we'd, I think you just basically swap everything and then you come back. So. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah we, I'm very spontaneous. And, and the structure of uni, I think once uni and everything's done, I'll be ready for some, yeah, adventure. Yeah. We're just, yeah, open to what opportunities come up. Yep. But we love where we are. Like, it's, mm. yeah, it's Sweet. awesome. All right, guys, thanks for coming in. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for having us. It's been fun. It's good to see you on Candy's Dream. We do. (laughs) Candy's Dream is the name of our boat, everyone. (laughs) Just to clarify. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. So I was at um, Woolworths last night, right? Buying my fresh vegetables. Nice. Got and magnums. A, and magnums. Love a good magnum. <laughs> I, I've got a money tip. It's borderline. I felt like I was a thief, but someone told me about this money tip. So I go up to the um, broccoli section <laughs> and there's some lady standing there. With a trolley talking to another lady. I'm like, oh, excuse me. I just need to get to the broccoli. Yeah. And I picked it up. She goes, oh, do you want me to show you how to save some money? I'm like- Oh, and you snapped. She snapped the stalk off. Yeah. And she put, she goes, do you eat the stalk? I'm like, no. So, she's like, snap. Just yep. back. She's like, there you go. Save you 80 cents. Yep. There you go. I felt so weird because is someone going to buy that stalk? Nope. I sometimes cook it. Oh. Yeah. Stir fries. Right. Slice it up. Interesting. But I'll know what I'm cooking and I'm like, yeah, I don't need the stalk today. Snap. Interesting. Leave it there. <laughs> really? Oh, so that's normal no, for broccoli that, purchases. Yeah, that could have been no. Brenton's nan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got tattoos. I think it was another financial advisor that told me one time. Really? Nathan. Oh, he's wild. Yeah. I think I saw him Is at he the still shops. working down here? Yeah. Yeah. I saw him do it at the shops. Really? Like, don't need this. Snap. See, for <laughs> me, can you do that? It's the same category of eating grapes out of your basket while you're walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, same category. Yeah. I do get the bananas, and at the end of the bananas, I peel off that little the brown just, bit. You don't the brown like bit. that hanging around. Because you always find bench. it on your kitchen bench oh, or it's in, in the my, kids. On my bags. Peel it off at the yeah. shops. Yeah. In my oh, tote bags. Yeah. yeah. Peel yeah. it off. Any other shopping in. tips, Herbie? I don't know. It'll cost you. Yeah. 
How much? Riding Candy's dream. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, man, that's my two. Do you have any shopping tips, Kristen? So, uh, do you guys? Are you, okay, are you still at Aldi? Given that you, um, you know, you trusted on Aldi for the. You know what? Aldi saves time. Like, really? I hate the options in the other. Sh- like, yeah. I, I, yeah, I do go to both, but um, it's just like you don't have to decide between five different washing detergents mm. or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, that's just, well, actually Brenton's more of the cook of the family. So he actually does more of the shopping than I do. Ah, yeah. do you like cooking? Yep. He loves it. Love it. Yeah. What's your favorite to cook? I think I vary. Really? Yeah. I'll get into. The gourmet burgers. Burgers and stir fries and. Do you do a uh, broccoli stem soup? <laughs> <laughs> I will tonight on the way yeah. home. Yeah. Stop in Woolies. Love it. Yeah, right. I'm sure a stalk's there waiting for me. Mm. <laughs> I okay, but would people buy the stalk only? Mm, I don't, don't think know. so. Yeah, no. so I've stolen from Woolworths. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed you made your eighty cents. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. It's just it's a grey area, isn't it? It is. I'm trying to think of another vegetable or fruit that you only need half. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you buy your grapes and pick all your grapes off and then leave the Yeah. It'll save you. Oh no, no. Oh, she told cents. me she's told me to do it to mushrooms as well. Oh right. Oh, yeah. I eat the stalks of mushrooms. Yeah, so. she's like, Oh, and if you don't eat the mushroom stalks, cut them out as well. <laughs> do half your um I felt bullied food into stealing. preparation at the shops. Nah, not stealing. Mm. Save your money. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> all right. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. See you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 